all of the way and being okay with, you know, whatever the results are. Like, what I mean is, like, not being attached to whatever the outcome is necessarily, but starting with an intention and just making sure that you're seeing it all the way through. And that includes, you know, if you take a some space from it or if you take maybe a couple weeks off from it or, you know, if you rethink it and it becomes something totally different you know whatever it is right now i know we're i'm speaking very broad but that's that's more or less what it means to me okay i get you i hear you i hear seeing it all the way through i like that when you said that because sometimes when we don't see the whole picture that's some of the things that keep us from pushing through and so what i'm hearing you know and i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but even if you come away from it like when you initially started or when you pick it back up, you need to see the outcome. And that is the thing that keeps you pushing forward. So that's what I kind of heard. And so let me ask you this then with that being said, what are some things in 2021 that you need to finish that maybe you started in 2020 or even if you started it five years ago, three years ago, whatever the time frame. but are there some things in 2021 that you need to pick up and finish? Wow. That's such a good question. Um, uh, a, uh, a vulnerable, a vulnerable question, but I'm here for it. Um, for me, <laughs> I would say there's definitely you know, definitely some things um, that I need to finish. Now, when I say that, I don't, I don't, I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to finish them in 2021. But um, the first thing that comes to mind is, is body. And inside of body, just, you know, making sure that I'm getting in really good shape this year. I, um, I've just, it's something that's always been super, super important to me. And in some shape or form, um, whether it's like the type of working out that I'm doing or the type of eating that I'm doing, right. Or maybe a certain body goal that I set for myself, it's just been an ever evolving thing. And it is a thing that, you know, sometimes I do step away from for a while to focus on, you know, something else in my life that might be going on. So, um, for me, I kind of have a renewed focus and energy towards my body in 2021. And so, um, I would say a goal that I have inside of that to make sure that I finish is uh, get to a place where I'm able to move and run again without pain in my back. I've been having this, the saga of my lower back pain has been, you know, off and on for over five years now. And if I'm being honest, I've, I've not given it my all that I can give to really take care of that and and honor that and heal that so uh, as i've be as i've been learning more about it and learning more about how the body stores a lot of trauma and a lot of pain and it can you know Mm -hmm. almost manifest as an injury when it's not maybe necessarily like because you tweaked it but because of a lot of other things going on um, i'm really really honed in on finishing that so uh, there's a book called the body keeps the score. So that is a book that I need to finish. Oh, excuse the the Pelicans. They're literally right outside, right next to me here, uh, talking <laughs> talking smack, almost as if they don't think wow. I'm finished. <laughs> but uh, talking about a sign, talking about a sign. Uh, yes. 
Yeah, but that's that's my that's my mission is to to read that book in its entirety and really study it, um, and you know just just get my get my healing together and finish finish what that looks like for for my back. And I think it's really something that I can do in twenty twenty one is is you know heal my back and heal from other things that I've been you know mm. I don't want to say putting off, but not. Um, not doing all that I could in to make sure that I'm really healing. Wow. That's awesome. And listen, the Pelican is still... <laughs> I know. I know. You can, you can still hear it. me, though. I love it. Yes, I can still hear you. It's okay. It, sound, it sounds effect. I love it. Like, it's just... It makes me think like I'm right there with you. Like, I'm, I'm sitting right next to you and I can see the Pelican. So, I appreciate <laughs> it because it's it's not too warm here where I am. So I appreciate it. So that's good, Sid. I, I, I love the whole, I, I, I like what you said about people and, and we don't realize all of the, the pain and trauma and how that affects our body. And if we don't release that stuff and let go that it can, you know, keep us from doing the things that we need to do, keep us from finishing the things that we need to finish. And so that's real good. That was, that was good. I, I, I really like that. I appreciate you. Yeah, I know I'm going to, I'm going to dig just a little bit, you know, but you share what you want is, you know, is, is, is no, uh, no pressure. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I love not give, that's why I love not giving people the questions because, I really want, you know, the, the, in my intro, that's what I say. It's a time to show, tell, and know how, you know, how prayer changes things. And we're going to get to that in a minute. And so I just like people to be, uh, you know, just open and transparent for whatever, you know, is dropped into their psyche at the time of the question. And so like, so it's cool. Um, so I, in, in saying that, like, I just want to know, you know, how, how do you keep pushing and, and serving, um, when no one is, you know, knocking or, or receiving or, or hearing what it is that, that Sid is serving. And so mm. how do you keep pushing forward through, through that and still even like you said and you're working on your own healing as well and so what keeps you pushing and serving those people yeah oh man honestly you know it's all someone you know something's always knocking on me that Mm. that's really what it boils down to and you know i it's just something that i realized a few years ago that i can't ignore I just can't ignore it. Um, and I don't want to say there's repercussions for ignoring it. That doesn't really sound right because I don't think the universe or God or higher powers that be, whatever you happen to believe, I don't think you get punished for anything. I don't believe that. Um, so I won't say repercussions, but I would say there's been, you know, indications when I'm not, you know, opening the door, if you will, to that knock. So I've really just accepted that and embraced that. And just, you know, I'm just like, this is what it is. Like, I have to do my best every single day to tap into my heart and open it up and, and give whatever's there. Um, And honestly, some of my, you know, my, my, 
my best content or, you know, the stuff that helps people the most is the stuff that uh, has come from, you know, the most trying or difficult or frustrating thing that I'm dealing with or working with at the time. So, mm. um, you know, that's another thing that kind of reinforces just, you know, the the need to um, not only do that work inside of yourself, but use that as, you know, the light to shine for other people to, you know, do the same, whereas maybe it's something that you're able to do, right? But that person, you know, and who knows where they are, where they are, but that person might be waiting for you or need you to help them with that. So, mm. you know, that's that's what always keeps me going and, and how, how I just keep pushing because I know that someone out there is doing the same for me and I need them to keep doing that and <laughs> you know by, by just by honoring that and respecting that I, mm. I I'm you know I'm obliged to do the same yeah mm, that's good I mean wow you said so many nuggets and I was I was sitting I had to start taking notes because I'm like that's good because I think you know um when we think about coaching and when we think about, well, at least for me, when I think about some of the things that I was taught in the coach, and I'm not taking anything away from um, the curriculum, I'm not talking about that, but I know that some of the things that we as coaches that we're taught is that we, it's not about us, you know, that it's about the other people. And, but something that you said, you know, it kind of just confirmed some of the things that I'm thinking when I heard that, because people want to see what you've been through. Like they want to know how possibly you healed, like you said, and, and, and you just said, you know, sometimes you get more, people are more receptive when you're sharing what it is that you've gone through and where you are and being, you know, humble, open and transparent at that point and whatever it is. And so I think that sometimes we kind of have to, we do have to put ourselves in the situation and not telling them how to fix it, but it's about still being that open and being transparent and letting people know that if that is something that you maneuvered through, and if that is something that pained you and that you were able to, to do that, then why not open up and share that and, you know, and, and build on that with your, your clients, with your, even if it's not a client, even if it's just someone that you're serving, someone that you're talking to, because most people, you know, they, they relate to, you know, the truth and they want to know, like, if you've gone through that, then how did you make it? And so sometimes we have to kind of tap into our own pain and our own healing to, to kind of help other people out. So I appreciate that. And I like that you said that, you know, because other people are doing it for you. And so, that makes me know that you're still coachable, you know, that we have to be coachable no matter where we are, no matter what level we oh, reach. Yeah. That... <laughs> yeah. And so that's good. And so I, I'm glad to know that, you know, that you still, uh, you know, sit under other people and let them serve you as well. Cause that's so important because we, we do a lot of 
heavy lifting. We do a lot of heavy work. We take on a lot of people's, you know, um, trauma ourselves. And so we have to be able to release that and be able to have that place where we can release that as well. And so it's, that's, that's real good. I love it. And and with that being said too, so that kind of leads into, to my next, uh, topic. I want to, the point I want to talk about, why do you keep investing in yourself? Cause obviously there's, you know, you're investing in yourself and you just said that you have other people that are pouring into you. And so why do you keep investing in yourself? I, I, I saw your post the other, and this is kind of where all of this stemmed from too. Um, I don't know how much in detail you want to share with that, but I, I saw your post and, and you're talking about all of the money that you have invested in all of the time and all of those things that you continue to invest in yourself. And you know, like I said, when people don't come a knocking, when they're not listening to what you're saying. And so what keeps you pushing forward? Yeah. So the reason I, I ultimately, you know, continue to invest in myself is because a couple of reasons. The first reason being, I think that, you know, energy is always reciprocated. And so for me to expect people to buy into themselves to invest in themselves to do that right and and to trust me with something like that it's got to be something that i'm doing at the same time because on Mm. some level it's just not gonna resonate it's just not gonna make sense and we have to make it make sense i always get confused when you know people are trying to be coaches they're trying to have businesses or whatever but they're the same people who want discounts or they want stuff to be done for free or they just you know can I just pick your brain and I'm like well you know you get what you give and and you know you gotta you gotta be the one doing it first if you want other people to do it you know with you so that's the first reason is just making it make sense energetically you know I don't I I don't I don't know I wouldn't feel good taking you know money from people right, to to receive energy from me in terms of my insight, perspective, whatever. But at the same time, I'm n- I'm never doing that. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, so mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest reasons why. Um, and then another reason is because you can only go as far with your clients as you've gone yourself, period. Wow. And so for me, it's like, I have to keep going. I have to keep digging. I have to keep pushing because if I'm not doing it, then I have a, like, there's no way that I can help anybody else do it. You can only go as far as you've gone, whether it's, whether it's healing, whether it's increasing your confidence, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, whatever, however you're serving people, however you're leading people, like you can only lead them as far as you've gone. So if you want to think about taking people on a journey, right. And being that light for them, you literally, you know, and metaphorically have to be at the forefront holding up the torch, right? So your clients can only ever get as far as you're going with that torch. And so if you stop, if you stop pouring into yourself, if you stop investing in yourself, if you stop doing that work, I mean, you're essentially not only, you know, curbing yourself, but then all Mm -hmm. of the people that are coming behind you, they're they're, they're right there. They can only get so far, right? So that's why for me, you know, those are my two reasons. One, 
you know, you got to make it make sense energetically. Don't don't be out here trying to tell people to do something that you won't even do for yourself. And then mm. two, two, you got to, you have to be the one leading from the front. Like every leader is a leader because they're willing to go there first. They're willing to go into the darkness first. And it's from there that you're able to kind of show other people the way. But if you're not, if you're not doing that yourself, then I just don't think you have any business leading any other people or coaching in any capacity. Mm. Wow. Wow. Willing to go there first. Mm. That's yeah. I love it. I wrote that down. Listen, I'm I'm he I'm asking quite, but I'm over here taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here taking notes too. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's good. No, I mean it's so true, you know, and, and that's kind of what I was saying about, you know, um, I guess that's the point that I was trying to to make on that last question about, you know. We, we have to put ourselves out there basically that's what I'm saying so when we're when we're taking on this this thing where we want to serve people that we have to put ourselves out there that's basically it in a nutshell absolutely and yeah. and because and we this have, and, and yeah. I say go why mm-hmm. go ahead yeah because th- I, I think about it like this right like you go to your doctor and your doctor tells you how to live, right? Your doctor will say, hey, you know what? You need to lose weight. And the way that you can do that is drink more water. And you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's great. Yep, you're right. But you don't do it until that person that you you vibe with, you like, you trust, you you just, you know, or even if you haven't met them, but there's someone who says the same thing through their experience. Mm-hmm. and suddenly it's able to make sense for you and suddenly now you're able to be like you know what i'm gonna drink more water it makes sense for me now mm-hmm. mm. yeah that's good that's good that leads you know and i i was just reading something the other day uh kind of along the same lines where someone used an analogy of how and that kind of leads right into the whole prayer thing. Uh, she was saying how when we go to the doctor and the doctor says, okay, if you don't stop smoking, you're going to die. And so people stop smoking. And she was using the analogy, though, of, you know, prayer and reading the Bible and having a relationship with God in that why is it so easy to listen to, you know, what the doctor says, but in the word, it says that we are to honor our temple, that we are to take care of it because if we don't, we know what happens. And so, but it's so, like you said, it's just easier when we hear it from people that we know, like trust, but we have to get to that point where we are listening to what God says as well and, and trusting and believing our, uh, you know, what it is and going to him. And so with that, I, I just want to know what does prayer mean to you? And how does that fall into, you know, just who Sid is as a person? Mm, yeah. Um, so prayer means to me having that open line of communication, you know, with your higher self. That's really what it means to me. Because I don't, I'm not someone who believes you know, God is this, this, this power that mm-hmm. is outside of us. I just, I just personally don't believe that. I believe it's inside of us, but it's, it's on us to actually, you know, 
have an awareness around that, cultivate that and communicate with that, you know, and, and however that looks for us. Um, so that's what prayer means to me. It literally just means, you know, submitting to that, understanding that, hey, there's at this level of consciousness where I am, there's things that I don't understand. There's things that I need support with. And I'm just going to trust that I can access that I have that relationship inside of me. And, and what I've noticed, too, is whenever I don't, you know, I really, I really feel it. You know what I mean? So that's, that's kind of what it looks like for me. Um, is just having that open line of communication with God and understanding that like it's inside of you. And so you have to choose to hold space for it and, and have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> listen, that's <laughs> Listen, it's all about, like I said, you know, and, and everyone has their own views, their own opinions, their own take on, on what it is. And my thing is that I just want you to, um, indulge. I want you to know, I want you to, um, make sure that you have a connection an alignment that you are tapping in, like you said, into that, because there is, at least I know for me, and I'm only, there's nothing that I can't do without that, without being in that alignment, without being in that constant communication, without tapping into that source. And so, yeah, I mean, that's it. Like that is really what it's all about, you know, but that's just for me and everyone has their different, um, their views on that. And I can't, you know, I can't, um, I can't judge basically. That's what I want to say. I can't judge. I can only, you know, listen and hear what you have to say and you hear what I say. And, and, and that's where we, where we are, because, you know, even though I'm the preaker and the, and prayer is at the premise of all we do, I live in a household with a, with a child that I birthed and that, you know, I raised and, and, and she doesn't believe. And so does that mean that I don't love her? Of course I do. And so Mm. it's just about coming and, and, and that's really why this whole podcast came about because I think it's more about, um, about people knowing and, and, and it's cool that I have where I stand, but it's also about hearing from other people not saying that you don't believe, I'm, I'm just saying, I just use my daughter as an example. And I've just now got to the point, you know, where I talk about that freely because it's, you know, it was a sore spot for me. And, but I yeah. still, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't love her. She's my daughter. I birthed her. I had her, you know? And so it's just about coming in and, and, and opening up and, and talking about what we just said, you know, if you don't, if you're not willing to do the work yourself and, and be open and transparent, then how can I help someone else? You know? And and can I just touch on that too? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think it's so important to have those conversations and keep having them because Mm -hmm. I know for me, um, my parents brought me up going to church school and going to church. And so from my perspective, that's what God was. And so mm. that, that, as I grew up, as I grew up all throughout my teenage years is what I came to reject. 
until I started to see different conversations of what God might be and how that relationship might look, it was at that point where I was able to actually believe in it again. Because where I, you know, the, the way that I was brought up in it was, you know, God, God was this judgmental, you know, entity, and he had appointed other people to judge me, uh, you know, as his vehicle. And as a result of that, you know, I, I was constantly being judged and, and there were right ways to, to have your relationship and in, in wrong ways. And in order to have a relationship, I needed to, you know, I needed to, I needed to go to church. I needed to be in front of a certain person. I needed to this, this, that, and the other. And there were just parts of that to me that just didn't really make, make sense. It, it just didn't make sense. So I just came to reject it altogether. Um, and so it, 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 through other people being willing to be vulnerable and have different conversations about, you know, what it looks like, I was finally able to open that line back up and actually, you know, truly believe in it. And, you know, I think that's what it comes down to. Because for me, I was like, you know, I was going to church and it was like my church that I was going to had pictures of a white Jesus. And and I knew that like when I looked at that region of the world, the people weren't white with, with brown. Like it just didn't make sense to me. So there were all these different structures in place that I realized were just barriers from from the real thing. And I, and, and I think it's really important to have conversations and see how, you know, different people view, not, well, not view, but you know, how different people have a relationship with God and, and what it can look like. Mm. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, it's, yeah, thanks for sharing that. And it's, you know, it's true. And, and so, you know, I, 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 I do God a little different, not that he's different, but for me, I just do it a little different as far as, you know, how he gives it to me. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm the preaker. I come with my hip hop music in the morning <laughs> and just doing my lives. And, but, you know, we, we have to be able to reach people where they are, you know, and, and that's what I have come to realize, you know, over the years and I've been in church all my life, but that doesn't mean that, um, God was in me all my life. You know what I mean? And so now at, at, you know, as this 50 year old, um, you know, preaking, praying woman, it's just mm. that I am now seeing things. And I always say that I'm for the one, you know, the one that is, um, left behind the one that nobody wants to open up to. And so mm. how, what, what does that look like? You know, in, in all of the people who have been, wow. um, you know, just like you said, grew up like you and thinking these things. And so it's about really getting to the root of that and helping them to understand and to see. And so that's what it's all about. Stay woke. That was, that was what, that was the other part of my life today. Stay woke, you know, and just finish the things that you started. And so get back to, to what you need to finish. And if that means building your relationship with him, building your relationship with yourself, whatever that is. And so, mm. yes, 
I love it. I love it. And so, well, thank you, Sid. I appreciate, I mean, oh my, it was so many nuggets that you, um, that you dropped on us today. So you had me, you had the preaker over here taking notes. I was like, wait a minute now. I need to write that down. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's, and I, it's, I really, really, really appreciate it. It's, it's been, you know, a lot of fun and, and I'm really glad that you, you know, you reached out and that we had this, we had this opportunity to sit and have this space together. I really, it means a lot to me. Yeah, man. I, I listen, I, I, even though I may not, uh, comment all the time and all, but I'm watching you, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah. And, and huh. that, and that needs to, that needs to be a sign for everybody. Like if I didn't open my heart up that day, yes. like, mm-hmm. the conversations may or may not happen. And that's just what it comes down to. Absolutely. And yeah, that I, I saw that post and I was like, wow. I mean, I really resonated with a lot of things in there myself too. Like, I mean, it made me kind of look, look at the mirror too. And I was like, wow, like, you know, to be so, I always use um, Pastor Mike Todd. I love him from Transformation Church, but you know, their motto is hot, you know, humble, open and transparent. And I think like that is so like, that's fire for me because I think like you said that that's how we reach more people, you know, and I'm, I'm all about like this whole, my whole motto is like igniting, you know, and just fire because that that's what I am. And it's like, you know, we have to be on fire for what it is that we stand for, what it is that we believe in on fire for the people that we're serving, like all of that. And so just to be humble, open and transparent like that is like, it speaks volumes. And so I appreciate you, my brother, for even doing that. And, you know, I always look at like Sid is young enough to be my son. And so I'm like, you know, I just, it does my heart proud to just see the transformation that you've gone through in the years that I've known you were coming up on three years. It was, what was that? 2018 when we were in coaching class, I think 2018, 17, something like that. And so just to see you blossom into the person that you are becoming, like, I just love it. And I just want to continue to encourage you and just tell you never to give up and just finish what you started. My brother, like we said, I mean, that was the whole topic of this discussion. And so just finish what you started and just know that there are people waiting for you, people that need what you have. And so just, just continue to do what you're doing. So mm. is there anything you want to, anything you want to drop and leave my audience with before we get out of here? I'm, I'm still so jealous. Like I just still hear the wave <laughs> crash. Like what an awesome. Thank you. I, I thank you too for the sound effects. Like what an awesome, you know, <laughs> what an awesome yeah. sound effect for my audience, man. But anything you want to no, no. The- yeah, the, the only thing I, I want to add is is just thank you. Like, thank you for those words. Thank you for that for that message. And, um, you know, and, and I can I just want to say, like, another reason I know God is real, because I can feel it through you right now. And I, oh. when we were in that when we were in that class, there was a moment where you, know, oh. you gave you gave me a hug. And I was just I was just going through a lot of different things, even at that time and in that moment. And it worked through you then and and it's you know he's working through you now and and i just want to you know see that acknowledge that and you know for anyone who's in your audience like they're you know they're in a good place oh thank you sid yeah i remembered that i wasn't gonna bring it up because i was like (laughs) 
I wasn't going to bring it up, but yeah, thank you. I mean, and look, it was a journey for me, you know, because even back then, I mean, I, my, I was somewhere else and, and, and had been running myself, you know, and it's always been in me and I knew it. And so it's been a journey for me, but yeah, I, I remember that hug and I remember, um, the release and all of the, 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 the renewal of that day. I will never forget that day, Sid, never. I will never mm. forget that day and what transpired between you and I. So I will mm. never, ever forget that and know that I am always praying for you and that um, I'm just excited, like I said, to see where you go and, and, and what he has for you. So mm. Mm. thank you. So, you're welcome. All right. I'm coming to visit too. wherever out there in that. And- <laughs> I want to I hear the Pelicans too. I want to I be right near the Pelicans too, okay? Uh, <laughs> I want to be near the Pelicans too. So, but all right, y'all. I thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And y'all know what time it is. I'm about to hit this music and we going to get on out of here. I thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in, for praying and preaching. A time to show, tell, and know how prayer changes things. It is not a cliche. It's a reality. This has been Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgette, a.k.a. The Preaker, and my special, special guest, Sid Scott. Y'all take care. I will see y'all next time. And like I always say, I'm out. Deuces!